Hey guys, welcome to the You're Not Crazy podcast. I am Tam. And I am Anna. And we're super, super excited about this because this is our first podcast. Yes. And we've been talking about this for some time now. A little bit. And every time people would bring it up, like, oh, y'all should do a podcast or y'all should do a YouTube channel. We would just kind of laugh about it. But it got real serious when Anna looked at me. She was like, oh, we need to do a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's serious. I'm like, okay, girl. Okay, let's do it. You know, because I already have a YouTube channel, so I'm used to it. So when she said it, I didn't want to force it on her. But when she said it, I was like, oh, okay. Well, let's go on and do it then. So... <laughs> This is exciting. Um, we're, you know, gaining our footing, trying to figure this thing out, but figure it all out. Yeah, we just we just gonna hear. We're gonna talk. We're gonna yes. talk and we're gonna have a good time. I have my outline Absolutely. on the phone, so I'm gonna refer to that. We just wanna just talk about who we are and kind of like how we met and how this even came to be. We met at college and then at church. <laughs> yes. And we've been friends ever since. And then we have a business together. Do you want to tell them about our business? Yes. We have Center Stage Education and Consulting Mm -hmm. that Tam actually started and then brought me on board about 2019. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, I know. It's been a long time. Long time coming. (laughs) Mm. Anyways, so... We currently, what we do with Center Stage is we have a homeschool pod. So we um, pretty much homeschool a group of kids. So like the parents will bring them to us and we homeschool them. We also offer tutoring services and we're about to start getting back into a lot of the other services that we have either offered or have wanted to offer, like parent, IEP consulting, parent consulting, um, going into the schools and offering our services, um, partnering with schools so that parents can get our services for free, mm-hmm. um, that type of stuff. So really actually taking what we do and giving it to the community in a way that they're able to actually receive it. Um, yeah. So that's what we do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been rewarding, but also very triggering, <laughs> tiring, taxing and stressful. But it's been rewarding nonetheless. Yes. And um, we've been knowing each other, let's see, th- 13 years? Yeah. yeah, it's been 13 years. This is just super exciting. So this came about, the name came about, actually, we were talking about mm-hmm. what kind of episodes we want to have. And Anna goes, one of them should be called You're Not Crazy. And I was like, <laughs> I know, right? And I said, wait, that should be the name of the podcast. Like... Because oftentimes we have found, as mothers, we have found that a lot of us are silently going through things and we think we're crazy because of what we're going through when really it's normal. We're all going through it. And we have found in confiding in each other, like, oh, you going through that too? It's like, okay, so I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. And so it just worked out. It works out. And so that's what this podcast is about is to to share about motherhood. We're also educators. So just talking about that in general, motherhood and what comes along with that mm-hmm. and just talking about how no, you're not crazy. Like you're you're going through things that other mothers may be silently going through. Absolutely. And we just want to be a, a mouthpiece to that community to say, "Hey, like you're not alone in this." And 
whether you're a mother, a single mother, a married mother, whether you're um, a widow, whatever the case may be, whatever your story is, we all can relate in some type of way because we're mothers and we love our kids. And we also are trying to find that balance into loving ourselves. So that's kind of what... (laughs) what our podcast will be about. I don't know if you want to add on to that, but... No, absolutely. I think as moms, we are so focused on being mom that we forget that the mom is a person too. Mm -hmm. And so I know as a mom now, I feel like I understand my mom even more. Oh, yes. Um, And appreciate (laughs) her in another way because I was like... Honey, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, why did you keep me? Like, yeah. <laughs> why did you not leave me on the side of the road? You know? Um, and how many times did somebody have to talk you down from doing that? Because honestly, there are moments where I'm just like, you know what? I love my children. I'll make sure that they are safe, but I'm leaving. I'm gone. Like, on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Like, I'm like, I'm out. Because it's just, it becomes so much. And so I think a lot of times we forget that we are a person too and that Mm -hmm. we matter. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's hard. But at the same, at the same time, it's, I think I had said something before where like motherhood is one of the hardest jobs that you'll ever get. But somehow you're so deliriously in love, like you mm-hmm. don't even, it's almost, it's like, that sounds very toxic. That sounds so toxic. But it's, but it's not. Yeah, but, but yeah, it, it can, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm just laughing because I've been, in my mind, I'm like, if a friend came to me and told me she was deliriously in love, I'd be like, you need to leave him. You know? <laughs> but leave him. Yeah. And do not return. <laughs> Get out, thinking <laughs> of you and me. Yes. But at the same time, it's like you have this sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So you know that they're depending on you. Like their life is depending on your life. And I think that's what's been the most debilitating for me is mm-hmm. knowing that their life is depending on mine. Mm-hmm. And so I almost feel like I have to be. But this is the thing, Super you mom. can't imagine life without them, though. Right. And that's the deliriously in love part. Yes. Because I can't, I get irritated, I'm like, oh. Like, for those who don't know, I'm 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 pregnant with baby number three. You can't really see it right now. Uh, when I sit down, my stomach folds, kind of like, let me be quiet. But my, <laughs> my stomach don't look pregnant till I stand up. But I am six months pregnant, and I ask myself often, why did I decide to do this again? <laughs> However, I can't imagine life without my baby. Like I can't, I can't imagine life without them. They're my everything. So it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's that part that deliriously in love is mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, I haven't had sleep in four days, but that's my baby. <laughs> but look at their face. Look at like, them. <laughs> look at the little human. I know. Or you see their clothes. You're like, oh my God. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, okay. And then one leave. of them calls for you or. Mm-hmm. You step in something, and the first question is, "What was that?" And it could either be water, applesauce, or poop. And at this point, <laughs> like it's just you just don't know. I oh lord, it's a lot. We're but... gonna have to have a separate episode just talking about our crazy stories. Oh because... yeah, crazy mom stories. That's gonna have to yes, be a series, a whole series. Because oh lord, I yeah. got some. I know you got some. 
And that's just hilarious. But before we hop off into today's episode, we want to give a (laughs) special shout out to um, Alexis, our sister, our friend. Um, She did the branding. So all the branding you see for this, this was our sis. First of all, she's a beast. She's a monster when it comes to branding. She probably did it in like five minutes. She probably literally did it in five minutes. But y'all... When I say everything we asked her for, she did that and then some. Like when I saw it, I was like, I called her and I just gave her all. I said, Alexis, Rebecca, Takwasha, Jones. I was like, girl, what? Like what? And she was laughing. I was like, girl, you went, you snapped on this logo. Like you snapped the logo, the branding, everything. It looks so good. And it literally encompasses exactly what we asked her for. So shout out to our sister, Alexis. She's definitely going to be on some episodes with us, probably multiple episodes. And then shout out to my hubby, Cody, who's the man behind the camera, the man that you'll see doing all the editing, making us look pretty on camera. Um, Cause you know, I ain't gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the makeup every time we get on here. I was trying to be nice today. You know, the, the first thing I thought when I was getting ready to get dressed for this, I said, oh, I gotta put a bra on. <laughs> back on bruh i didn't even worry about taking mine off because i was like let me just not even give myself that false hope and the funny thing is anna came to the house getting ready for this and i'm in the bathroom butt naked put my makeup on she goes little mama and she she says oh and she just busts out laughing because i'm like hmm i'm in there trying to get ready I just, this pregnancy, I, I already don't like clothes. Like, if you know me, I don't like clothes. No, she does not. But this pregnancy really just, this baby, I don't like nothing. I don't want nothing on. Nope. Just, just, if I could be, like, I just really wish Adam and Eve would have obeyed. <laughs> because life would be so, di- I would be a joyous person. <laughs> like, it's not even a sexual thing. I'm just like, it's just, but everybody got to make stuff sexual. It's just boobs. <laughs> like, why are we, what is the big deal? It's not that big of a deal. But, you know, out of respect, I cover up. <laughs> out of respect. Okay, guys. So, today's episode, we will... <laughs> I always do this. It's like my lips and the words don't be... Coming out at the same time. But we will be discussing juggling motherhood, relationships, and self-care. And yes. the title of our episode is You're Not Crazy. So, how befitting. First or maybe episode. you are, but you're in good company. There it is. <laughs> maybe you are, but you're in good company. You are. Because, I mean, there is some crazy. Like yeah, We can match your energy. Definitely. We can match it. You will see. Some good crazy. You keep though. following us, you will see. So, yeah, it's in there. Juggling motherhood, Anna. If I'm honest, I don't think that... I'm kind of going through like a new thought process. And I think some of it has to do with the fact that I do have, I don't even think we talked about like how many kids we have mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but I do have three children and I think. And you're a twin mom. I am a twin mom. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> Sometimes it just makes my eye twitch, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm trying to work through the idea of, is it, Am I juggling or am I just trying to keep all the balls from falling? Does that make sense? So it's like, I'm, for me, <laughs> trying to juggle is, you get what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like right now in where 
myself and my husband are, is we're just trying to keep the balls from dropping. And if they are dropping, who is going to be the one to pick it up mm-hmm. at this point? Like, that's just where we are. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of just the fact that we are both in newer professions. Like with Center Stage, we're still, I guess, considered... We're not really, yeah, we are, but we're not startup, but we are a startup Mm -hmm. like business. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'd be considered mom and pop. Like Mm -hmm. we're, you know, figuring that out. And then my husband and what he's doing right now, it's like both, neither one of us have salary jobs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so we, if we, if work has to get done, we have to do work. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to figure out like how to be aware of both schedules, like make time for everybody but then also having three children and Mm -hmm. our twins will be six in November, but they're still five. So we have five-year-olds and a one-year-old like that is not, we're in betweening like just getting over potty training and about to potty train again, like Mm -hmm. just getting them sleeping through the night to, you know, just getting him sleeping through the night. Like we just got him out of our room and it's like, we're just in a weird space right now with Mm -hmm. all of those different Uh, I guess milestones happening at the same time. So at this point, we're just trying to stay afloat, you know? But I like how you said that. Am I juggling or am I just trying to keep the ball from from dropping? Because really, the only people that can juggle are the ones who are trained to juggle. Mm -hmm. Like when you go to the the circus, you're seeing the clowns or whoever the professionals or a professional juggler, whoever, an entertainer, they're trained to do that. They know how to do it. And it takes skill. You have to be able to multitask. Mm-hmm. It takes coordination. And sometimes as a mother, you don't have that. <laughs> you don't even have your balance some days. You know what I'm saying? So to, to expect juggling from someone who doesn't know how to juggle, that just really, that that spoke to me because I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah, I don't know that I'm juggling either. I think I'm trying to keep balls from dropping. And many have dropped because I don't know how to juggle. Yes. And it's like, man, that's crazy because I would love to be able to say, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom and life is just, you know, and not that a stay-at-home mom is because I've been a stay-at-home mom, so have you. Nothing about being a stay-at-home mom is easy. But I would love to be able to say, oh, I'm at home. I can get all the things done that I need to get done because I'm not having to go to work. I'm not having to do these things. But the reality of the situation is I also have a purpose that I want to fulfill in education and I can't do that being at home. So it's like, okay, well, I would love to be at home, but I also know there's a part of me that I, there's a part of a motherhood and mothership that I have. Mothership, is that a thing? Mother, like mothering, the mothership. The mothership. <laughs> <laughs> but motherhood, a, 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 a part of mothering that takes place even in education for us. Yeah, absolutely. We're mommies to these babies throughout the day. They're not Lord, our kids, yes. but we're mothers to these babies. So mm-hmm. it's like, part of me is like, okay, I could be at home and the house could be clean or not, depending on what's going on that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I could, I could, I would feel better about myself as a mother if I could yes. keep my house clean, if I could cook, have dinner, yes. baths every night. You know, and I my and my, have the schedule and you know everything be mapped out exactly. and planned out and be able to make sure all the systems go and I think that would make definitely I think in some ways make us feel better as mothers, but I think also 
what would we be giving up in order to do that? You know, that's the other part. And I also think too, and here's the part, I think that's relatable to all mothers. You're never going to have a a day where all of those things get done. Mm -mm. Something is because it's, at what point do you have time for you? If I'm handling <clears throat> all of this stuff, when do I have time for me? When mm-hmm. everybody sleep? Mm-hmm. And now I'm up to one o'clock in the morning Pretty trying much. to recoup. The That's not that healthy. Lost. Yeah. Nothing about that is healthy. Nothing, nothing about that breeds healthiness. Yeah. So it's like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, and that kind of moves into the next point, which is self-care. And I know that's such a, a trendy word right now, a trendy trendy. phrase, self-care, but what really is self-care? I know like something when I was talking with my therapist, which I do need to get another one, unfortunately, but I know, I really don't know what happened, but I really think it was just just disappeared. Yeah. There had to have been some type of lapse in communication somehow, but you know, here we are. But one of the things that, um, that she helped me with was not thinking of self-care as something so extravagant and large self-care literally could just be i decided to sit down and paint my nails self-care could be you know that i decided to use a foot scrub when i took a shower like self-care could be you know i when i went to the store i got a new soap or a new Mm -hmm. like loofah or washcloth or whatever people use these days you know or it can literally be those little things. It doesn't have to be, I got to go to the spa or I got the whole day to myself or I woke up at four or five o'clock this morning and had a, you know, a cup of coffee and did my devotional before the kids woke up. Like Mm -hmm. that's not realistic for everybody. I know that's not realistic for me, but for multiple different (laughs) reasons. But like she was saying that not to think of self-care as something that requires you to step away or be outside of your normal schedule programming. Like add it in there if you have to. You know, if you do get a few minutes when they're taking a nap instead of scrolling on your phone, you know, it could be that you finally get to read a couple pages of a book that you mm-hmm. wanted to read. Um, just being more intentional with the little time that you do have, um, which was very helpful for me because in my mind, I'm like, okay, now I don't feel so bad. And she was like, Think about it. Like I have a whole like little ped spa thing that you can put your feet in. And she was like, how many times have you used it? And I was like, I don't know. You know, and she was like, how many times that you were sitting that you could have just whipped it out Mm -hmm. and just used it for a few minutes? You know, just little things like that, that I honestly just didn't And I like how you said that though, like- how you define what self-care was to you because the 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 issue i have with it being such a buzzword these days is that when people hear self-care they automatically see a woman at a spa with the cucumbers on their eyes Mm -hmm. and they're wrapped up or like you said getting up in the morning with a cup of coffee and reading a book which i can't even do coffee because it runs right through me honey it's a diuretic yeah to mess up the whole day do what you need to do don't clean your eye (laughs) but (laughs) but at the same time it's like okay what is because for me self-care is being able to just have a moment to breathe self-care is i sit in my car my husband will tell you when we get home and it's been a long day they go in the house and i just stay in the car and i'm and i'm good talking on the phone with my mom you know what i'm saying checking in with my mom 
recording content sometimes is self-care for me. I put my phone up because I love doing it. So I put my phone up and I'll just get ideas and go from there. So it just depends on the person. It's not, some people don't like massages. Some yeah. people don't care about going to, to the spa. <laughs> some people don't care about um, going out on a, on a solo date. They could care mm-hmm. less. Me solo dating my vibe. Because who am I going to talk to? <laughs> I talk to myself enough all day. I'm tired of talking to me. I'm going to talk to a person. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm constantly talking to myself. Yeah. You're not crazy. Maybe you are. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for me, it's just different. So it is different for everybody. And what you can afford. You know what I mean? Because for somebody who doesn't have, either they don't have a village, because the village as we know it, we all know the village is dead, unfortunately. Okay. Um, it's I feel like us COVID as, took out the last little strand, the of last a piece that we had, because now people are afraid to get a, you know get yeah. together again. Well, they're not anymore, but no. you get what I'm saying. But I think, you know, if especially if it's a single mom, a military mom, who the spouse is either not there, um, because they're deployed or what have you, or they you know are a single mom to where they're having to co-parent who's going to watch the kids while they go to the spa? Who's going to watch the kids while they go on a six mile run before the kids wake up? You know what I'm saying? So for them, self-care is definitely going to look different depending on what they can afford and what they can do. And then too, I have a gift card that I got for my birthday, which I feel really bad saying this, but I have a gift card that I was supposed to use to go to the spa and I have not gone yet because prioritizing that time that that was a, a necessity that we just did not have time for us to. Now, yes, it's paid for. Like, it's a gift card. Yes. Okay. It doesn't require me anything. Yes, I have a husband who can watch my children. Okay. Got all that stuff planned. But when you just had a baby and then now you're trying to juggle what that, well, not really juggle, but when you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what that even looks like, mm-hmm. the last thing I'm thinking about is taking, is now saying, oh, by the way, I need to take another day to go to the spa. I'll be gone for four hours, you know? But that also leads to mom guilt. <clears throat> it does. It leads to the Because if thing. I feel like my, I think because I feel like my husband and I already sacrificed so much of our own personal time anyways, it's like asking to go do that in some ways. I'm like, we just don't have time for that. You know, if I'm not home, then that means he doesn't get to get to his work, mm-hmm. you know? But then if I'm not whole, then... I'm not and that's 100% thing. mom, I you know, or wife. Mom, we feel like we have to play superhero <clears throat> for everybody. And that mom guilt sometimes leads to spouse guilt, right? So then I'm like, oh, snap. I've been gone. I don't, I've been out twice this week and he's been at home with the kids. But that's where you have to find that balance, right? To say, surely I can make a day for myself to go use this gift right. card. But then it creeps in and say, oh, but the baby or you know man i just right. really need to be home with the kids like we have so much stuff going on we and guess what that stuff's still gonna be there it when you get is. home and that's what i was gonna say earlier it's like i tell myself i'm like man the house looks a mess i need to clean up and then sometimes the lord will just be like but it's gonna be there when you wake up in the morning like it's it's still gonna be there but you need to rest when your body starts shutting down when you fall asleep, I fell asleep in mid-sentence talking to my husband the other night. Now, I know part of that is a pregnancy, but I do that anyway, right? So, or you just shut down. You're like, I don't have it. I can't. I was in the middle of a therapy session 
And she's like, so what do you got? Would you, you ready? You want to talk some more? I said, mm-mm, I shut down. I'm ready to go home. And she busts out laughing because it's just like, sometimes it's like, okay, it's just, this is a lot. You know what I'm saying? And it's enough. And, it, it, and it's enough. Like we said at church today. It's, it's enough. enough. Okay. I'm done. No more. Done. So, so, I mean, and that does lead into the, the other topic to talk <clears> about, <throat> you know, um, relationship. And the reason why I say relationship is because not all mothers are married. Mm-hmm. Not all mothers, you know, um, have a spouse or whatever, whatever this, whatever your situation is, whether it be the relationship with your children's father, whether it be relationships with your family members, friendships, whatever that may be, you know, in those relationships, you still have to find room for that too. Mm-hmm. So not only are you trying not to let the balls drop in motherhood, you're not trying to let the balls drop in your marriage or your friendships or your relationship. Because we think about friendship. And I think that's why we get along as well. Because I don't get offended when you say, girl, I can't come today. I got stuff with the kid. I don't go, you know, because I get it. You know what I'm saying? But also I get it if you say, hey, girl, I'm coming by. I got to bring the kids. I'm like, okay, mine here too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different. And I'm not saying you can't be friends with someone who doesn't have kids or whatever the case may be. But I think that's why we get along the way that we do because we get it. It's just an understanding. It's just an understanding. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's, there's no rejection there. Unless you're like, girl, I want to hang out with you. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I won't ask you again. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, and, 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 and balancing friendship, it can be difficult because... It's very difficult. It is very difficult because it's like, okay, well, my husband's already my best friend. You know what I'm saying? And honestly... <laughs> I thought I was an extrovert until COVID hit. When the quarantine hit, I was like, um, wait a minute. And then the Lord started showing me myself. And I was like, okay. Now I am an ambivert because I do like um I have parts of me that is extroverted, but parts of me that are very introverted. And so I had to learn that about myself because for so long, I feel like I had to go along with the narrative of being an extrovert. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And being that's what intro- they already think of me. So I got to show up. I like got to show up. And then being an introvert is popularized now. Mm-hmm. If you're an introvert, you're cool. If you're an extrovert, you're the one, you're the clingy yeah, one. You're, you're the, the extra. The most. The most. When really it's not even about that. It's just how you thrive in relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's really about how you balance, you know, or how you handle relationships. So when you are a mother, and like I said, whether you're single mom, whatever, whatever motherhood you are a part of. Because it's all the hood. It's the different hoods in every section. Whatever motherhood you are a part of, you still have to figure out how to handle relationships amongst the relationship with your children. Ooh. Relationship with the children's father. Relationship with whatever the case may be. You still have to handle those relationships. Yeah. And there could be guilt that comes along with that as well to say, dog, I haven't seen my friend and so-and-so or me and my husband haven't spent time. And for me, look, my love language is quality time. So when we go a little bit after and I ain't got a chance to cuddle and I'm not even a cuddle person, but when it's quality time, I want you near, I want to feel your body heat <laughs> next to me. <laughs> and I want, and we, and we, we watching TV. We, we binge watching something. Yes. We talking about something. We're laughing. We're goofing off. That's quality time for me. And when that hasn't happened at least once or twice a week, I'm fiending. I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong with you? What did I do to you? Why you got attitude? He's like, I'm fine. Because my husband, that's not his love language. So he's just looking at me like, but physical touches. So if I don't let him touch me, 
He like, you all right? You good? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you just want to be touched? <laughs> and I want to be touched. Leave me alone, you know? <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's a lot that comes into it. It's just, it's so much. And it is overwhelming to the point that you do think you're crazy. Yeah. Or at least going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to lose your mind. I think I'm crazy. <laughs> I will say something that has helped me, even though there are some things that you hear that you can identify with, but you don't automatically make it like your life's mantra Mm -hmm. or so. But something that I do try to use, even with trying to understand my children and the relationship with my children and even talk like when my husband and I talk about like discipline and raising our kids and stuff like that um, is giving them the under giving me the understanding about them that they have never been five before they you know never been one before but also I've never been a parent of a five-year-old and I've never been a parent of this one-year-old I've always been a parent of double so now I'm trying to figure out how do I balance making sure that they get and he gets Mm -hmm. while he's going through his his milestones they're going through their milestones I have to give myself grace a little bit in knowing mm-hmm. I've never done this before. So I'm not going to know how to do it, number one. And also, they've never been this before. So if it seems like, like right now we're going through something with one of my little ones where it just don't seem like their ears work. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm just trying to show the love and the grace and the mercy of Christ. Um but it it tries my gangster, and I don't even think I really am gangster. Like I am, but I'm really not. But it can get there. It it's like it's I've seen, festering. I've seen, I've seen it. it and it get there, you know. <laughs> and I'm just like I ain't I ain't ever fought before, I but about I just that life. But I'm I about feel that like life. it's in there, you know. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> like I had to think about that. I'm like, okay, they are trying to figure out how to use their voice, what that means to speak up for themselves. They're trying to create their own boundaries. And as their parent, I have to help them navigate this. Mm -hmm. But I also have to make it clear that when I am laying some type of standard for you, like I'm, I'm unfortunately, because I know some people say you shouldn't have expectations of your children. I, I don't I, I don't subscribe I to that, that. but <laughs> what I will say I don't think you should have unrealistic expectations right. of them. Right. But there is a certain expectation of respect in the household. Mm-hmm. I will respect you, and you're going to respect me. You know, mommy and daddy. And so I think trying to help them navigate using their voice, being confident, but also knowing that this could be another way. Mm-hmm. Like that could have gone another mm-hmm. way instead of mommy saying. I'm going to step away for a minute because I think I need to calm down. You could have just found yourself on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I also, I have to remind them like, let me, t- let me just get, let me give it to you straight. You can have it the easy way 
or the hard way. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. Because that gentle parenting thing, people have been talking about it, but there has to be a balance with that too. But I think also there's such a misunderstanding of Of what gentle gentle parenting parenting is. is. Exactly. Gentle parenting is not saying, oh, honey, could you by chance go into your room and possibly perhaps maybe clean it? (laughs) Are you feeling that today? We're not. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll wait until you feel, until your heart is ready. No. I don't even have that. No. It's saying (laughs) your room has to be clean. If it's not clean within this time period and you make that choice, you're also going to now lose out on having this this thing that you wanted or this opportunity or this time that you wanted. And I can either help you or you can do it on yourself. But that's the standard. And it's being very clear. It's being respectful and saying your room is going to be clean. Now, whether you get to clean your room and get on your tablet today, it's up to you. And but I the room's going to be clean. Gentle parenting came about of people trying to break generational curses yes. of toxic parenting. And you can be... You can... Go about it without being toxic because a toxic parent would say, you better clean up that room. I'm going to beat your blankety blank blank. Mm, yeah. And you or know saying, what I'm saying, how could you not clean, clean your room? Exactly. After all I've done for you, After the only all thing I, I asked you, you exactly. to do was clean your room. And it's That's like, the least you could do. I pay the bills. You don't do nothing around here. And it's like, it's no, like, of they're course not they don't the because they're fine. Like they can't even legally Trust work. Me, baby. <laughs> Trust me, if you could be out there working and contributing to these bills, <laughs> you'd be out there working at Dairy Queen or Chick fil A or something. But um, it's so many. And I think, too, what I am proud of is seeing more uh, seeing more parents being open to hearing mm-hmm. it. Because I don't think that it's... I, I hate to say I don't think it's for everyone, but I think where everybody is, they don't have the capacity to do that. Because mm-hmm. I don't patience. even... It does, and I don't even have it sometimes. Like, I'm just like, get your behind in there. You know what I <laughs> mean? And I'm just like, all of the gentle is gone. Like, you know? And even sometimes my gentle isn't like gentle it's like gentle you know what i'm saying like all right now i'm not gonna raise my voice looks like having more conversations and understanding and talking like son do you ask my son i said do you feel like that post you sent me the other day that was like um the the six-year-old was having tantrums Mm -hmm. and it was because there was a responsibility on her as an older sibling to do things for this child that they're watching getting more attention and being catered to when they, you know, mm-hmm. they still have needs too. And that triggered because I'm like, man, we have expectations of our son, which I believe are mostly healthy. You know, big brothers, they look out for their little brothers, but, or look younger siblings. But I asked him, I said, son, do sometimes you feel like we expect too much of you, put too much on you concerning being a big brother to Carson. And he said, no, not really. I said, are you sure? Do you feel like we ask you to do too much for him? And he said, no. He said, sometimes. And then he said, no, not really. I said, are you sure? So to me, that's what gentle parent, because growing up, I didn't get asked those types of questions. And it's not a knock at my parents. They just, they said what they said and they kept it moving. And I was able to go to my parents and talk to them, but they weren't asking me how I felt about stuff. I think giving children a space to express themselves keeps them from resentment and anger Mm -hmm. because now I've heard you. And if I'm a a good parent, I'm listening. I'm taking that into consideration and how I handle you. And they're going to have an expectation of Mm -hmm. you now as a parent that says, okay, you said that you were going to work on this. You know what I mean? So I'm expecting to see that from Mm -hmm. you. And I try with mine is to say, 
Um, cause they'll, they'll be like, especially my special child. Um, <laughs> I say that because they are exactly like me. So, and some, there's some extra seasoning that was put on there. That's not all me, but <laughs> I think, you know, they'll say, I didn't like the way, um, I didn't, I don't like it when you, uh, when you say that, or I don't like it when you raise your voice or you yell at me, it hurts my feelings. And so in that moment, as much as I felt justified because they didn't follow an instruction that I gave or something like that, and I had to say something six times and you still ain't did it yet, but she'll say, like, I didn't like uh, when you say that or whatever, it hurt my feelings. And so in that moment where I could you know, jump down and just be like, well, you should have that. I have to take a deep breath because I'm like, okay, mommy raised her voice because she was upset. I try to express or explain to her what happened Mm -hmm. and, but not in a way to say, to excuse the fact that she was not listening. So it's saying like, okay, mommy was upset. Um, and I'm sorry that your feelings were, were hurt by mommy's reaction of being upset. And, Mommy has to work on trying to be calm or, exp- or expressing herself better in a way that doesn't hurt your feelings. But I also need you to work on listening and following instructions when I ask mm-hmm. you to do something. And in this moment, I was not asking your opinion. I was giving you a direction mm-hmm. and trying to have the conversation with her. Does it always go that way? Absolutely not. Like it doesn't, but that's my attempt. Mm-hmm. Like I attempt. It's the goal and that's what Yes. Matters. And I, I just, I, and I know like, for some people, it's like, well, why she had to say, you know, how she was feeling. And in my mind, I'm like, because there's going to become a day where I want her to feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me about something instead of going out and doing something stupid. Or speaking up for herself in general. Out yes. In the world. When I'm not there, like tell somebody like, okay, pause. I'm not okay with how you're speaking to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to separate myself before you get the other side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's being very, and that's not showing weakness. That's actually setting up for yourself and setting a, a boundary with other people. And I want her to not shrink because she is very um, bold and, you know, she knows what she wants and she, I, I want, I love that. But I also want her to know that there's a time and a place for everything. And sometimes you can be, oh, that's good, Lord. You can be bold in submission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can still, you can be a strong follower and mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to always be in the front. And I think, um, I think Chastity posted something mm-hmm. about that before, you know, um, a few days ago on her Instagram story. That was my sister. Um, but... <laughs> Um, saying, you know, you don't always have to be in the front to be the leader mm-hmm. and that's okay. But I don't want her to ever feel like she can't speak her mind, mm-hmm. even as the follower, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can be at an intro level position and still be bold in your stance and still, you know, have an opinion and be respectful all at the same time. You don't have to exactly. wait until you're in front to put all of that out there. And she's a black woman. So <laughs> Get it, sis. Fro and all. I like this. I love this conversation. I think this is setting the tone for how we're going to move. I think it's going to get crazier on the journey. This is a mild version of the crazy. But I'm excited. I I enjoyed this conversation. I think it brought a little bit of healing for me. I mean, thinking about what you said, that just, that stuck with me about the juggling. I was like, (laughs) 
Um, I can't take credit. I don't remember where I heard it, but when I saw it, I said, ooh, that just, that helps me. But even saying we're not, like, that's not what we're trained to do. We're Mm -hmm. not trained to be a juggle, to be a juggler. Like, I didn't go to juggling school. No. I didn't go to circus school. I don't, I don't, I don't. And parenting and marriage and all that does not come with a manual. It does not. And it is does not look the same for everybody. No. So when you go into these Instagram accounts and getting these ideas, okay, great. But do know that it probably worked for them. And it's going to be some version of that that may work for you. And then it may not work for all it's, at all. Right. And you're going to have to just figure that thing out. You have to figure that thing out. You have to be willing to put in the work for that. So I am excited about our podcast. <laughs> i'm so excited i'm excited i feel like god's hand is on if you don't know we love jesus very much so and we're gonna talk about him he's all up in here we're gonna talk about him Mm -hmm. but um yeah so i feel (laughs) that god's hand is on this because the timing of it all was just it was god because we we're probably more busy now than we've ever been and it's like okay because we're uh, we've partnered with our church to direct a summer camp, so we're doing that. We're getting ready for the upcoming school year. I'm getting ready to. We're preparing for how we're going to handle when I go on maternity leave. Like it's just a lot, and it's funny. This will be our second year dealing with that because the year before she was like mm-hmm. pregnant, and so it's just funny how the Lord is just kind of taking us through these journeys. But and both of our husbands are entrepreneurs, right? Along so with like, us, so it's the juggle of it all. It's something serious. It's something very serious. So um, I'm I'm honored to do this with you. Oh, that's so sweet. Same. Because I feel like... So the ongoing joke is that Anna and I are <laughs> sisters and twins. <laughs> because we do look alike. We've been told that since college. And, yes, and been mistaken for each other a few times. At we church. had a similar haircut. Yeah, it, when we, yeah we had a bob. Uh-huh. Are we, we've worn our hair in similar styles before. And there's been times where people have walked up to me at church asking where her husband is. I'm like, I don't know his skin, mm-hmm. I guess. And I'm like, where's Norman? I'm like, mm. <laughs> I think people have called her Tam. And I'm like, I'm much bigger than her. So I don't even know how y'all got that. But <laughs> people ask to the point now where we, we had our mask on. This was during like COVID, COVID. Mm-hmm. We walk, we're walking into Walmart, which I hate going into Walmart. I only go into Walmart with her because I don't, I don't, I don't do Walmart, period. Like, I'm a Target girl. I, I don't know. Walmart gives me anxiety. But anyway, Walmart, if you want to sponsor us, I love you. But um, <laughs> we went into, um, we went into, we had mask on and this lady stopped us. She was like, y'all twins. And we were like, no. She's like, uh-uh. Y'all, y'all ain't no twins. We was like, no, ma'am. She said, y'all sisters. We're like, no. She said, cousins. And like, when we pulled our mask down, and she was like, oh my. Oh. So based just from the ma- our face, like this part was, it was just oh. our eyes. And when we pulled the mask down, she about lost. She said, I can't believe y'all not sisters. And we, at that point, we were like, we're just going to start saying yes, because yes. we were in a drive-thru one day. I had makeup on because I think I was filming that yes. day. And I had a bare face. And she was like, I feel insulted. <laughs> Chipotle and lady was like, "Are y'all sisters?" And we were like, "Mm-hmm." Because at this point, we just somebody asked the other day. He was like, "Who the older sister?" I said, "I am." <laughs> like we don't even at this point we don't. But I say that to say we have truly built a sisterhood. Like it is, yeah. 
It's, it's it's deep. It goes deep, and I ain't gonna cry about it because I ain't I ain't no punk. You know what I'm saying? Say something. I have I don't <laughs> cry. Get in a cry the entire service at church today. So every time I look, she was like, "That <laughs> girl hit me," and then just would fall. And I'm like, "What is happening?" Yeah, here we are. Yeah. So it it's it's, it's it runs deep for us, and I think um I, I, the reason I say I'm honored is because. You can't share a platform with everybody and you can't do ministry with everybody. Mm-hmm. And this is ministry for us. Like this is, this is fun. We love talking. We, this is, this is how we talk. <laughs> like what y'all, y'all just stepping into our conversation. <laughs> our conversation. That's really <laughs> all that is. It's a little organized cause we got to make sure, you know, it's neat and clean for the, but I mean, this is, this is our conversation. Yeah. So for me, it is, this is, this is ministry because we want other people to be able to have these conversations and listen and say, man, I can relate to that. And dang, okay. Somebody else gets it. So on that note, we're going to end our first episode here. Make sure you guys are listening. If you're listening via the actual podcast or you're watching the video version of this, listen, Make sure you are subscribed to us, okay? Yes. If you're on YouTube watching, make sure you hit that like button. But yeah, make sure you comment below. Let us know some topics you want us to discuss. If you're listening on the podcast, just make sure you catch us. Our goal is to get these out weekly. We're just getting started. Yeah. We're going to see um, how we can bounce it out. We may have to record multiple episodes and, at a time and get them out. But for now, we hope you enjoyed our first video. Yay. And on that note, we will see you guys in the next one. Love you guys.